enriching your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today I want to share a couple stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Listen to Your Dreams. This is our third book about dreams and how you can use them as a kind of GPS for navigating your life. I personally am constantly amazed at just how useful dreams are. They can reveal so much about what our subconscious is trying to tell us. These are things that we're too busy to listen to during our waking hours. But when you do listen to your dreams, it can be life-changing. And that's what happened to the two writers who share their stories with us today. Stories about how listening to dreams they had in their sleep directed them to realizing their dreams in their waking hours. In one case, a new career, and in another case, a new house. So our first story is from Tracy Sherman, who had always put her own needs behind those of her husband and children. And once again, they had moved because of her husband's job, this time from Texas to Washington, D.C. They were a military family, so Tracy was accustomed to moving. But this time was harder because now they were empty nesters, so she was alone during the day in a new place. They had left behind their children, their granddaughters, their aging parents. Tracy says, when we sat down for dinner in our new home, just my husband and me in our big empty house, I thought the quiet was going to swallow me whole. I didn't know how to navigate and survive this transition. And then her dreams began. And these were dreams in which she went to grad school for an MFA degree in writing, which was a real life dream that she had deferred too many times as a result of her family obligations. She had even been accepted into a program and then backed out. So she wondered how realistic it was to hope that she could be accepted now after she had turned them down earlier. But those dreams persisted. And in her dreams, the university did accept her again into their MFA program. So Tracy decided to take a chance because she was still dreaming about becoming a children's writer. She wrote to that university that she had turned down after they accepted her, and she asked if she could try again. And they said yes. Tracy says, It's funny how life works when we keep moving forward, listening to and honoring our dreams, those from our sleep and those we aspire to in our waking hours. I am in the last semester of earning my MFA in writing for children, working on my creative thesis. The program has helped me grow in ways I never realized I needed to grow and has allowed me to work under many wonderful mentors and make lifelong friends in the process. She says it hasn't been easy, but it's all been worth it. And here's what she says about those dreams that spurred her on. I don't know from where our dreams come, especially those that guide and direct us. Maybe they're from our creator or perhaps from angels or our ancestors keeping watch over us. Maybe it's just our own soul whispering what it already knows. But I do know that dreams can be gifts, gentle nudges that keep us moving forward. In another story, Ruth Rogers was spurred on by a dream with a life-changing impact too. She and her husband had bought what they thought was their dream home a Frank Lloyd Wright-style house in Texas with a gorgeous live oak tree as the centerpiece of the front yard. After extensive renovations, they moved in. But then one week later, 
their joints started aching, and they felt as if they'd aged 10 years. It turned out that they were allergic to live oak pollen. They desperately needed to find a new home fast, and it couldn't be near any live oak trees. That was a hard thing to find in their city, where live oak trees were very popular. They searched for weeks and found nothing, and their real estate agent was pressuring them to pick something. They parted ways with her, and Ruth knew they needed to find a new agent. Plus, a voice had come to her in church that said, don't buy a house just to buy one. And then one night, Ruth got up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, and when she got back in bed and she thought about how much they needed to find a new real estate agent, she ended up having a dream. It was a rich, vivid dream. And in it, she found the perfect house. In the dream, she saw the house from the outside, and then she entered it, and she found a lovely foyer, elegant arched doorways, hardwood floors, high ceilings. She loved this house that she saw in her dream. When she woke up, she did what dream experts recommend. She immediately wrote down as much as she could remember of the dream. And then because she was convinced that this house must exist in real life, she started searching for it. She knew it wasn't in any of the listings that the brokers had, but she thought maybe it was for sale by owner, but she still couldn't find it even when she checked the for sale by owner listing. So she started driving around looking for that house that she saw in her dream. She prayed for help. And then one day, Coming back from an appointment and aimlessly driving around some streets she hadn't tried yet, she found it. She found that house, and it had a for sale by owner sign in front. She called the number on the sign and left a message, and a few hours later, a woman called her to set up a viewing and then asked, by the way, what time did you see the house? Now, weirdly, Ruth had heard this question in her dream, too. Ruth answered that she had seen the house at about 4.30, and why did the owner want to know? Well, it turned out that the owner had taken down that sign that said for sale by owner. She had taken it down at 5 o'clock, because at 5 o'clock, half an hour after Ruth saw it, the woman had listed the house with a broker. But Ruth had seen the sign prior to that, so the owner could sell the house to Ruth before the broker even started working on it, thus saving the commission she would have paid. When Ruth went to see the inside of the house, it was exactly like it was in the dream. It already felt so familiar to her. She and her husband made an offer immediately and they got the house and they lived there for 12 years until they moved to another state. And they sold the house to a couple who loved the fact that the house had first come to Ruth in a dream. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories. If you'd like to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, listen to your dreams, go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button. You'll see the book there, and you can check out the front and back covers and read more about what's inside. You'll find the book wherever books are sold, including Walmart, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Costco Canada, and Amazon. And if you want to read free stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, you can sign up for our daily newsletter and get a free story in your email inbox every day. We also have three special topic newsletters you can sign up for. One's about pets, one's about busy moms, and one is for people fighting cancer. Just go to chickensoup.com and click on newsletter sign up. Come back next time for something a little different. 
a couple of stories from our new book about dogs in an episode called When a Dog Knows That It's Meant to Be With You. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com.